Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Brunson drives, pulls up, jump shot, got it! Jalen Brunson, born to play basketball! An all-star is born, baby. Why Jalen Brunson's 40 in the garden has earned him the highest praise from Kendrick Perkins. No, it's not MVP, although Perk's calling for that nickname, too. Plus, we've got the latest on Joel Embiid's injury, how long he could be out, and can the Sixers survive without him? And an AD and LeBronless Lakers, they stun the best team in the NBA. We'll explain why it might be the worst upset of any team this season. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Kendrick Perkins, Shanae Agumake, I'm Malika Andrews. Zach Lowe's going to be stopping by in just a minute. I should be calling you psychic Agumake, though. Oh, really? You went seven for seven yesterday on your all-star reserve Let's predictions. Go. And although, I mean, I think Jalen Brunson, he should have been a starter. That was yeah. my pick, but he it's okay. He should have been a starter. Right Still piece. surprised he wasn't. It was another big performance for him. A little Brunson on Broadway last night. Where's your voice, Malika? On Broadway. Hey, about me. This is about Jalen Brunson. And the MSG crowd gave him an appropriate reception. The Knicks, they throw by as many as 15 in the Bloody. season today. Doing everything he can to get them back in this game in the second. Look, off the dribble, coming off of screens, hitting him with the okey-doke. I say that's the crossover that shakes the defender. Look how quick he's able to go and attack the basket and then slow down. The emotion is there. What is he doing there? Oh, Deception. <laughs> Going ahead to the fourth hey. quarter here. Remember, Tyrese Halliburton still on a minutes restriction, so he couldn't play late in this game. But Brunson said, you know what? It doesn't matter who's on the floor. I'm going to tie up this game. Look at him. Bully ball. Big body Brunson right there. Tomato chest, footwork, little floater in the lane. I'm telling you, there's no other guard in the league that plays this type of style of ball with the physicality. And Get he wouldn't the stop there What's today. That? Yeah, I mean, he has post-up game. He's got the elbow shots. Now, this is the tough shot that he actually took. We were worried for a moment. He got hit in the face here. It looked like he just got clawed a little bit in the eye. He went down. There wasn't a call here. Brunson, we were worried, as you said, for a minute, would he get back up? Not only would he, he made an impact. One the heroics. Game. Count the basket and one. Oh, and he's saying it. <laughs> he's letting everybody <laughs> know. You love it, though. This is literally a movie we're watching unfold within our eyes. The Villanova Knicks, Dante DiVincenzo, gives the Knicks a three-point lead here. But the Pacers, they weren't going away easily in this one. New York escapes with the win, 109-105. We don't usually see this type of emotion from Brunson. Just talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor, you're an MVP chance, and you're going to the All-Star game. I mean... What did you see out of this group where mainly seven guys played but yet fought back from down 15 to win? We can't fight, man. I mean, no matter what, we're going to keep fighting. That's what we do. 
We're gonna keep fighting every single night. That's what we do. Especially here, man. This place is unbelievable. Especially here. Congratulations, Jalen. Thank you so much. Pretty remarkable how many people stayed after with all the things there is to do in New York City to cheer on their all-star Jalen Brunson, who recorded his 1930-point game of the season. That ties the 1984-85 Bernard King and 65-66 Dick Barnett for the most 30-point games prior to the all-star break in Knicks history. And you can see his stellar play. It's been a major catalyst for the Knicks turnaround. Entering January, the Knicks sat at eighth in the conference, seven games back of the second-seeded Bucks. And fast forward to now, they are the three seed, just a game and a half back of the Milwaukee Bucks for the second seed in this one as we say hello, as promised, to our senior writer, Zach Lowe. Zach, this run, I mean, it feels pretty magical, right, by the New York Knicks. Yeah. You always thought, though, they maybe had a puncher's chance. What do you think of them now that you're seeing this? Uh, they've become a more powerful puncher. They're like 80s Mike Tyson right now for a puncher's <laughs> chance. I said all year we could wake up and see this team in the Eastern Conference Finals. And now that they're in that 2-3 spot, if they can stick in there and avoid Boston in the second round, that could become a reality. And let me tell you this, once you're in the Conference Finals, anything's possible. Oh, like yes. Kevin Garnett once said, this team is tough and physical and nasty and they will pound you every single night until you decide oh my god we don't want to play anymore and let me talk for a second about Jalen Brunson Jalen Brunson is a superstar Jalen Brunson's acquisition changed everything about the New York Knicks. It changed the direction of how they built their team. They brought in some other sort of young mid-career vets like Dante DiVincenzo, Anunobi, Josh Hart that fit his timeline because he's that good. You reorient everything you have to do around Jalen Brunson when he's producing like this. He should have started the All-Star game, and he's a New York kind of player. Crafty, old school, self-made, tough physical this is something magical that's happening in new york right now knock on wood it keeps up because this is the most fun thing going in the nba right now we got you we're knocking praise god <laughs> praise god finally finally someone else that's on my side with this look when you think about the new york knicks right and you're looking at this team you think about the injuries that they've been battling through, right? Mitchell going out, Randall going out. OG hasn't played in the last few games, right? They have depth. We yeah. saw what Precious and Hartstein did last night in the interior. And then we talk about Triple B. His name ain't Jalen Bronson. It's Big Body Bronson and what he's doing right now. And I'm glad you put that label on him, Zach, as a superstar because he could go and compete with any player in any given series, and he's a closer. When I think about what's going on with the New York Knicks right now, y'all remember, and you talked about running the race, right? You know, talked about the race earlier in the show. Yeah. Great tee up, great, you know, Thanks. all that. <laughs> I think about Jeremy Lin, right? And you remember the hype that they had around Jeremy Lin yeah. in that race? It was a sprint. This race right here, <laughs> this is not going to stop with the triple B. This is a marathon. This is a marathon. The culture is set. The leadership is there. We saw a play last night when, you know, a turnover happened. Tibbs was ready to get on pressures. Then all of a sudden, Jalen Brunson went calm Tibbs down. Like, like, that's what you want. And when I talk about, here's the play right here, but when I talk about a guy that's been a game changer and a game manager, it's that one right there. 
And that boy Jalen Bronson and the Knicks, they're sealing this the finals. They're sealing this the finals. You don't strap your shoes up and come with a level of physicality against this New York Knicks team, you're going to find yourself getting sent home. I'll even take that further. He is a franchise changer. Oh. But I've been on the same page as you. I don't know why you keep ignoring me. I've been saying the same thing to the Knicks, but though. I've been I, saying it a little quietly. I get tunnel vision sometimes. You do, but uh, it's okay. That's why we make a good tag team. <laughs> Look, this is the first Knicks team in a decade that truly embodies the city. I mean, what do they say? They say this is a big, rich town. What do you have to do there? I'm talking about power. You have to hustle your way to the top. Mm-hmm. No one embodies that better than Jalen Brunson right now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He is 6'2", but he has that underdog chip on his shoulder mentality. And nothing shows this better than his float game because he is 6'2". He had 26 paint point yesterday. 26. And if you look at the tape right here, how has he been able to do this and be aggressive? He has post-ups. He's able to go off of the dribble and watch this this is him handling the pressure he reads it almost a double team steps through float game since january 17th he's been 28 for 40 on his floater shooting 70 percent again right here this is crunch time stepping through beautiful touch right there they have had a nine game win streak and he's averaging 32 during that right the last time that has happened was what 2013 2014 with carmelo right he is He is a franchise changer, and I believe this is one of the best movies we've seen of the season. So when Jalen Brunson got to the Knicks in 2022, and he had his introductory press conference, right, he said that, I'm not here, I don't want to be a savior, right? He said that, I'm just here to contribute to the team. But the fact of the matter is, in the last 20 years, the New York Knicks have won how many playoff series? Just one. He's doing the Lord's work. And so it it feels (laughs) like he may not want to call himself a savior, and I respect that and I appreciate that, but it (laughs) seems like that's how he is endearing himself to this franchise, to the fans, and it is so much fun to watch. We were thinking about this in the newsroom, Zach. Do you think, I mean, he's the first Knicks point guard to be named to the All-Star team since Mark Jackson, right? That's the late 80s. So when's the last time we saw a point guard play at this level for New York? I think you have to go with respect to Mark Jackson, hand down, man down. You got to go back to Walt Frazier because I know Mark Jackson is top seven or eight in assists all time, made an all-star game. He couldn't score like this, and he couldn't do this stuff carrying a team that is without three starters right now. So I think you have to go all the way back to Clyde Frazier. And I want to shout out a couple other guys because I'm fired up. We talk all (laughs) about Jalen Brunson. Isaiah Isaiah Hardenstein, backup center, is getting every goddamn Mm -hmm. offensive rebound that exists and pounding them back in. Precious Achua, Perk mentioned him. Josh Hart, all Josh Hart wants to do is get the ball and like a freight train, take it right down your throat, elbow you out of the way, and lay it in. All these dudes are physical and mean, and they play in the Tibbs spirit. It's not just Jalen Brunson. He's the head of the snake, but they all fit the same vision. It is really fun to watch. I know. I'm getting FOMO. I'm like, let's go. Let's go back to the garden. I want to be there, especially tomorrow night when the Lakers are in town. Uh, Let's go from one of the performances of the night, though, to the the play of the night. Y'all saw this. Jared Allen, he just erased this dunk attempt from the young Gigi Jackson of the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, my goodness, volleyball swat. Allen, he didn't finish the game due to an ankle injury, but the Cavs, they still managed to win their 12th game out of their last 13. The East, the top of the Eastern Conference races, it's definitely heating up. Allen, though, he was not named an all-star in the Eastern Conference last night, but his name it could be in the mix for a potential injury replacement if either Joel Embiid or Julius Randle aren't oh, able to sorry. suit up. <laughs> Gotta love the Jimmy headshot every single time. Um, other players to be in consideration, of course, Jimmy Butler and his headshot, Trey Young, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Derek White. 
All right, let's keep it pushing here on NBA Today. Adrian Wojnarowski, he joins us with the latest on Joel Embiid's knee injury and how long the 76ers might need to stay afloat without him. And the Lakers, they toppled the Celtics without LeBron and Anthony Davis. Was this the worst loss of the season by any team? Mm, it might be. We're going to get into that. Plus, the Lakers, they were parked at 500. Is there a trade that could accelerate their season? Zach, are you ready to decipher all the emojis and cryptic tweets? That's when we return. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Following a developing story, Philadelphia 76ers star Joel Embiid suffered a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee when Golden State Warriors forward Jonathan Kaminga fell on his leg in Tuesday night's game. That's what the 76ers announced on Thursday. You can see the fall here. Embiid will be out through the rest of the weekend while treatment options for the injury continue to be weighed and explored. As we say hello to our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, you reported that there's still some uncertainty here regarding how the Sixers and the reigning NBA MVP are going to move forward. So what exactly are they weighing? Uh, Malika, exactly, exactly that. How they move forward, what course of action that they take with Joel Embiid's left knee. And the expectation is they'll have a decision on that either late this weekend or early next week. You know, but really the two courses right now for Joel Embiid, it appears. Uh, either a period of rest and rehab uh, on that injured left meniscus, uh, or is there some sort of a corrective procedure that needs to take place? And so I think in either scenario, I think the Sixers certainly have to brace uh, for some period of time without Joel Embiid. Now, one thing that's interesting, though, uh, Malika, that is still going on, even while there's some uncertainty around Joel Embiid's immediate uh, future with the Sixers uh, with that knee is that this is a front office that's still really engaging here ahead of the trade deadline, mm. trying to improve this team, you know, and talking about the kinds of deals you would make with an expectation that when they're going to be playing important basketball this spring, you know, that the hope is that Joel Embiid is a part of it and on the floor. Uh, that's how they're proceeding right now. Can that change? Of course that can change. That's always fluid. Uh, but this is a front office, you know, that I'm told, you talk to other teams who are talking to them, you know, they're still out there really trying to improve this team around Joel Embiid with Embiid in mind on the floor. But we'll have a clear picture uh, you know, probably sometime late this weekend, early next week, probably as soon as Monday, about whether, again, that could be rest and rehab for Joel Embiid or is there some kind of procedure 
that he might need on that left knee. Right, because still without Joel Embiid on the floor, you see Tyrese Maxey have 50-plus points like he did last night. Clearly, this is still a 76ers team that has all of the pieces. For now, we wait and see the official diagnosis, <clears throat> what comes next for Joel Embiid. Woj, thank you so very much for your time. Uh, I want to bring Zach Lowe back into this conversation, as well as Shanae Gumake, Kendrick Perkins. Zach, uh, what's your reaction to what we just heard from Woj? It's just sad. I mean, like, set aside the trade deadline element, the team championship element, the pressure on Joel Embiid and all that to prove it in the playoffs element. This is a giant of the game, both today and historically, who's having maybe the greatest scoring season in the history of the league. The most points per minute of any player ever in any season, including Will Chamberlain, when he averaged 50 points a game. And this has just been the story of Joel Embiid's career. The story of the Sixers are one of them for the last 10 years. Every time there's momentum and finally we have a Sixers team where the co-star is not unhappy or afraid to shoot or forgot how to shoot or on his way out of town. But there's calm. There's a good vibe. And every time we get there, there's a setback. And this is just part of being a big, huge guy playing a contact sport. That knee has had issues troubling him in the past. And all you can do is, once again, cross your fingers, like Woj said, and hope that they can make a good, honest run at it this year. Because if they conclude in the next three or four days that that's not likely, that might very well change their trade deadline calculus and say, let's keep our cap space for the summer, Mm. let's keep all our picks for the summer, and make a run at it next year. But just fingers crossed for the big fella, because this just stinks. So, y'all didn't ate gumbo before, right? Yeah, right, yes. so as yes. a country boy, you know, they, your grandma, your mama, your wife, they cook the gumbo, and it, it always tastes better the next night because the season is sitting. That's true. Right, it's just like having thoughts. Yeah, it's got to stick. Right, and emotions, and you get to think about stuff that you said and things to that nature. So I think about, right, what Joel Embiid is at right now, and I don't even want to get into the conversation of should we shut him down for the season, should he come back right now, uh, what's the championship window, let me talk to Joel Embiid as the player, right, and for his future, even after basketball. Because, see, a lot of people are not going to tell you the aches and pains that you're going to have to go through. Go talk to a lot of legends that didn't had knee, uh, knee replacements or didn't have problems getting out of bed. Joel Embiid is a father. I am a father. The best thing in the world is being able to get out in the driveway and do things with your children after you retire, right? He has a son named Arthur, I believe it is, right? That's the thing, right? You focus on the long term, right? Basketball is just one thing because I'm going to tell you this. Nobody from, and this is not a knock, and I'm not just like trying to, you know, throw shade on the Celtics. This is an example. Nobody's from the, from the Boston Celtics or from the Oklahoma City Thunder or from the Cleveland Cavaliers or from the New Orleans Pelicans, the teams that I played for, are calling my phone and asking how my body feels on a day-to-day basis. It's just the reality of it. So he has, and sometimes it's okay to be selfish and take care of you. Right? Although we all want to see Joel Embiid on the floor. I want to see him. As a former center, I want to see this guy do big things. I want to see him compete for an NBA championship. But I also want to see this man healthy for the longevity after basketball. Yeah, and Perk, I'm right there with you, and I like that gumbo analogy because the season in, it starts hitting differently the next day. And I've always been someone that says, you know, let's wait for the medical information, and we got a little bit of it, right? We got 
what we heard was meniscus, and now we're waiting on the timetable, the exact one. But I think when you see the bigger picture, they have something really good going on in Philly. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tyrese Maxey, for a, a day, a 24 hours Ooh. where there was really difficult news, imagine the character of that young man to go out there and say, you know what, we're going to still be all right. There's something brewing within the Sixers franchise that they have to protect. But the guy right there you're seeing on that graphic, he is the center of that. Yes, he's missed a lot of games over his career. And yes, this is a great opportunity for him to get it right. Yep. It looks like the stars are sort of aligning in the way that hopefully he can get the requisite time and the circumstances of the offseason can work in the Sixers' favor. Right. But I think what you've seen is whether he's on the floor, whether he's not on the floor, you have a team that's not quitting. Yeah. And I think that's something really worthy to build upon. It's just been a difficult stretch, right? The set of facts that we have had publicly has changed, right? When he wasn't on the injury report at all, then going to not playing in Denver, he faced criticism for that. Some of that criticism wasn't warranted. Now we're at the point where we know that this injury that from Jonathan Kaminga falling on him, it's the same knee, but it's completely separate than mm -hmm. what he was dealing with. This is just a tough go for Joel Embiid and the 76ers, and it's particularly disheartening when you look at what Tyrese Maxey did. On the day that he is named a first-time All-Star, he puts up an All-Star level performance on the road in one of the toughest places yeah, to play in the NBA. Absolutely. In Utah. Back in action after being selected for an all-star, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, talk about putting on the brakes and reversing it. <laughs> Goes to work. <laughs> but, but, but you can see it was like a, another, it was like a different battery in his bank. Like getting that, getting that anointment of being you, a first-time all-star, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm here. He had 18 points in the first. Philadelphia led by seven after the opening quarter. And then more Tyrese Maxey. What I love about this is that we saw two instances of teams down stars show up in a big way. Those are messages. He had 32 points in the first half. Philadelphia leads 71-61 heading into the break. And then he finishes that tough lay-in for his 40th point of the night. His third 40-point game this season, second most in a season Come by a 76ers on. player. Hesitation, dribble, stop on a dime, knock down three, hold your follow-through. Yeah, age 23 or younger. I mean, but it was still a game at this point, Janae. It was, of course, but, like, the, it, no uh, one freaked out. Go ahead, Perk. And no one did because of that guy right there. His leadership on that squad has been not talked about enough in Patrick Beverly. Here's Tyrese Maxey. Between that, Brunson, the Paolo Bancaro video, I just love it. Yes. Maxie joins his teammate Joel Embiid with multiple 50-point games this season. They're just the third set of teammates with multiple 50 balls in a season all time. They join the 2021-22 duo of Durant and Irving, and then you got to go back 61-62, Baylor and West. Coming up, it was a Celtics catastrophe last night, Perk. There hasn't been this big of an upset since before Home Alone was number one at the box office. Are you hearing alarm bells, Boston? I was zero years old. Plus, a clear declaration about LeBron's future in Los Angeles. But can we expect any more cryptic tweet stuff going on here? I mean, it is L.A. and it's a feel-good Friday. We're playing one of our favorite games on NBA Today. Oh. It is Who Said That? Play along with us as I'm NBA gonna beat Today you, Perk. I'm on. coming for you at the top. Champ is here. Nope. Bye. <laughs> 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Celtics, they were 22-2 and two at home, so we thought no Anthony Davis, no LeBron James for the Los Angeles Lakers who were in town. This should be a gimme for Boston. But no, Austin Reeves says, I'm going to hit this three and make you think about this, Perk. No, he said I'm him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I him feel again. like we can't, it's overused now. Oh, yeah. No, no, again. this is applied properly <laughs> yeah. for uh, what we saw from him last especially night. Especially in the garden. Look at the crowd. You can always tell when somebody's doing their thing in the garden by looking in the stand. Yeah. Look, look he had at five threes. Yeah. Most in the first half in his career, he had 19 points in the first half. So that's when everyone started to clinch a little bit. Going ahead to the third quarter here under five minutes to play. Lakers up by nine. Jason Tatum nails a three. The Celtics cut the lead to six. This is when you think, Shanae, okay, Boston's going to start finding their groove. But without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis, the Lakers had an answer for everything that the Celtics threw at them, including that guy knocking down another one. 32 points, seven of ten from three for Austin Reeves. And now just piling on to their lead. LeBron and Anthony Davis, they are hyped for this one. Russell had 16 points, 14 assists. The Lakers get the win, 114-105. Joe Mazzulla, none too pleased with his team's effort. Stretches of bad basketball happen. And we can't sit here and act like that it, we're too uh, entitled for it to happen to us. It happens. And it's a matter of how we respond to it and can we work through it. And to think that we're not going to go through difficult times during an 82-game NBA season is... Not the right way to look at it. Nobody has great days every day. And, you know, us, we're no different. You know, we got to be better and look ourselves in the mirror, and that's what we're going to do. So with LeBron and AD out, the Celtics entered this game as 15.5-point favorites, making this their first loss as a favorite of 15-plus points in the last 30 seasons. So I wasn't going to put too much into this perk. It was just one game. But how concerning is this in your mind? I am. Okay, go I ahead. I am. And it- because this is one of the best rivalry in sports, right? Yep. We're talking about the Lakers and Celtics. And anytime they match up, it's supposed to be a smackdown, especially when they come to the Garden. And why is it concerning? Is because 
We heard a couple nights ago, I saw a couple nights ago with Jason Tatum, you know, made some comments about, you know, having to adjust in game to certain things. And you, we know that the Celtics, what they do, they live by the three, die by the three. They shot 48 threes last night, hit 16 of them. They only shot seven free throws. You cannot have that much athleticism at the wing position and guard position and only shoot seven free throws. You got guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that's so great at getting downhill. It's crazy to walk out of an arena with no going against the Lakers with no Anthony Davis and LeBron James and you lose that game, but you shoot seven free throws. You think they have to find that balance because I feel like this is going to come back and haunt them in the playoff series, and we're going to be saying, damn, I wish they could have corrected this in the regular series. Yeah, is there such a thing as being too chill? At times, I feel sure. like too the cool Celtics may be a little bit too cool for school. Now, they had been winning prior to this, their last major loss, the Nuggets, right? And you would have thought that, okay, they're going to make sure that they stand on business versus the Lakers without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I was surprised at how too cool for school they were in the first quarter. The Lakers forced, I believe, nine or ten turnovers in that first quarter, uncharacteristic of the Celtics. They also got the Lakers ten offensive rebounds, uncharacteristic of effort of the Celtics. So I'm looking at this. They just didn't show up. They were a little bit too casual early on. The Lakers shot like 30% in the first. We know they haven't done well in first quarters. But over the course of the game, it's like, okay, when are they going to turn on the Jets? When are they going to turn? Like, someone has to get mad. Mm. Someone has to put their foot down. My question is, who is going to be that person when it matters most? Because it seems like with the Celtics, you know, Jason Tatum's going to go get his. Jalen Brown, he had an off night. Przingis, I think, is the X factor. But who was the one that holds them together to make sure Marcus they push through? It was. But, yeah, we're waiting to see who, who that person is mm -hmm. going to be this year. Zach, are you as, as uh, concerned as these two? I'm not quite concerned, but I'm in the car and I'm driving somewhere on the way to concern <laughs> because it's not just this game. The Celtics started the season 26-6. and six. They're 11 and 6 since then. So they've lost as many games in 17 as they did in the first 32. And even their last couple of wins at home against Indiana, at home against New Orleans, not inspiring wins. And the losses, shellacked by the Clippers in a statement game, shellacked by the Lakers without their two stars. Lose a close, tight game to the Nuggets, that's a statement game. Semi alarming, but we'll excuse it because it's a back to back no show shellacking in Milwaukee. And Perk nailed it. I've been saying it all year. This team is 27th in shots at the rim out of 30. 27th. And that number was 20th about a month ago. So it's trending down, 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 down. I don't care how good you are at shooting threes, I don't care how beautiful it looks when that ball is moving around. The threes ain't going to go in every single night, and they're going to go in for the other team sometimes, like last night where the Lakers suddenly became the Warriors from three years ago. But you've got to have a fallback plan, and the fallback plan is the rim and all the stuff that comes at the rim. Free throws, Celtics are bottom 10 in free throw rate. Offensive rebounds, Celtics are bottom average, but below average in offensive rebounding. Look, maybe like Chanae said, they're too cool for school. They figured out how good they were when they were 26-6 mm -hmm. and six and they're coasting into the All-Star break. But this team hasn't won a title. 
I don't want to see him coasting. I want to see him getting their stuff together right. for when the games really matter. And these last 10 or 15 games, ugh, leave me a little mild concerns. Mild, just slightly maybe on the road to concern. All right, that's the Celtics side of things. On the Lakers side of things, they're upset when they got them back to 500. Yet again, this has been the story of their season. Last season, they were actually four games under 500 through 50 games. And after working on some trade deadline magic, of course, that's when they got to the West Finals. Now, despite the struggle so far, the season, LeBron James will remain with the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what his agent, CEO of Clutch Sports, Rich Paul, made clear to ESPN on Friday. <laughs> LeBron won't be traded, Perk. That, that's what Rich Paul said, and we aren't asking to be. This is in reaction to growing speculation about James's future ahead of next week's trade deadline. Just Rich Paul going on the record, clearing a couple of things up. So now that hypothetical question of LeBron James's immediate future, that's been answered. We also have some news on Jared Vanderbilt. Our Adrian Wojnarowski and Dave McMenamin reporting that Vanderbilt is expected to miss several weeks mm. with a right foot injury. That's just another blow for the Los Angeles Lakers. So he's going to have further evaluation and see if it's an injury that might even keep him out longer than that. So really tough sledding ahead for the Lakers. Zach, what should they be prioritizing? What should they be trying? to figure out to get banner number 18 ahead of this trade deadline here i'm not sure there's a magic bullet for them this year like there was last year when it was very obvious trading russell westbrook for more shooters and more defense was going to completely change their team yeah if they could go get a dejounte murray he's better than what they have at point guard although d'angelo russell's playing really well lately he's just more dynamic better defensively this is a different western conference than last season's Western Conference. This is an older LeBron and even an older Anthony Davis, and this team just hasn't been the same. And I'm not sure that theoretical trade for a guy like that caliber is elevating them to where they got last year, which was the conference finals. Realistically, right now, they're in the 8-9 bracket of the play-in tournament, getting up to sixth. They're five games out of that. That's a long shot. Their goal should be getting into the 7-8 bracket of the play-in tournament, which is much easier to get into the playoffs. That's where we are. I just haven't heard a deal yet from anywhere on the record, off the record, the yeah. rumblings around the league that really changes their life as a team. Yesterday, I, I made a comment and I said it seemed like Darvin Ham has lost the locker room. Then all of a sudden, without LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you go into Boston and get a win. No matter how much we want to downplay the Celtics, let their guards down. The Lakers still went there and got a win. The, uh, the Darvin Ham had those guys ready. They played extremely hard for him. They ran his sets. So now it gets me, it gets me thinking, what's really going on with the Los Angeles Lakers? Why can't we see this version of Austin Reeves every single night? So when you think about of this, huh? Of D'Lo. Of D'Lo, too. I mean, too. 14 but, assists, that's tied for the second so, most in a game in his career. So, so sometimes when you have a situation like this, and if you're LeBron James and AD, Maybe it's time for them, for them guys to look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, we might just have the pieces around us. Maybe we need to trust these guys. Maybe we need to put the confidence into these guys. Because the worst feeling in the world is walking into a facility, walking into an arena in an organization on a day-to-day -day basis, not knowing how your superstars feel about you and whether or not they want you to get traded. Perk, thank you so very much. Because when I was thinking about this when I woke up this morning, a song came to my head. I mean, my life lives in songs. <laughs> yeah, we're in a Looking musical. at the man in the mirror. Gotta change his ways. That's exactly what the Lakers have to do because they don't have many options. 
They got to look at themselves in the mirror yeah. and start realizing based off of what we saw. We saw guys show up yesterday. Yeah. Austin Reeves knocking down threes. D'Lo whipping the ball around. Almost seven players in double figures. With LeBron James and AD on the floor, we wish we had that situation, you know, at the same time. So, they have something good there. Why is it not manifesting? Maybe it's a combination. This was a humbling scenario that they really won. Hopefully, they'll look at the mirror. Yeah, fine. The West, yeah, it looked, it the looked West like a good just, time. I mean, the West got better, though. Yeah, like, okay. and, and I think oh, that no. this is absolutely an uphill battle for the Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, Rangers. absolutely. Look at the talent that surrounds them. How do you feel about, about us? What you mean? Sometimes, you know, it's hard when our superstar doesn't know how we feel. you feel about the, the other players well, around them uh, on, well, one on thing the team. Well, one thing about me, I'm Big a body Brunson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a superstar. You are the well, superstar. You never got to wonder about what I'm thinking. All about. right. Uh, did you guys see Puxatani <laughs> Phil? Uh, he may be predicting an early spring this winter. Yes! But what has Puxatani <laughs> Perk got up his <laughs> He'll tell us which team may be heating up in the country. I know months. the world is ready for me to butcher this word. You got it. But I'm about to... Oop. Practice. You got two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8 SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We have some breaking news to get to. 31 years since the movie was released. It's once again Groundhog's Day. And this morning, Puxatawney Phil did not see his shadow at Gobbler's Knob in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. So legend has it, we are in for an early spring. So we have two very special guests joining us for this segment. We have a groundhog and we have... Puxatawney Perk, two very different sized shadows that we are seeing here. Puxatawney Perk, this is how this segment is going to work. That rhymes. I would like to run through some teams and look at the forecast, see if potentially there are brighter times ahead for some of them. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to start with the Milwaukee Bucks, who have lost three of their last four games. They're still currently second seed in the Eastern Conference. So Puxatawney Perk. Do you see your shadow in this one in brighter times ahead? I do. I do. And look, they're just getting started. I understand, right, Doc Rivers is 0-2, but they just need to get back to the crib, get into the film room a little bit. Doc need to be able to put his system in. Now, am I picking them to win the NBA championship? Absolutely not, because I think they need to make a personnel change. But it is looking, it's going to look brighter for them. He's going to put Dame and Giannis in a better situation okay. offensively for as the duo. All right. I'm not sure if I'm going to refer to you as Puxatani Chinay or no. not, but I'm going to <laughs> I 
<laughs> Let's go from the east to the west, if we could, to the Golden State you Warriors. You want to hold the, the groundhog? Kind of creepy. It's a little bit, a little bit rodent-y. <laughs> they still, the Golden State Warriors, though, sit outside of the play-in, 12th seed. They start their first of a five-game road trip tonight in Memphis. Okay. Gumake. Is it going to be six more weeks of winter for Golden State, or are we going to see some brightness? I think we're going to start to see a little bit more brighter days for the Golden State okay. Warriors. Not, not bright enough to save the entire dynasty. I think okay. we'll deal with that later on. But in the short term, they're shooting the ball better. This guy's coming off of a 37-point game. Jonathan Kaminga, since January 12th, has been averaging around 25 points per game. They're getting the production. They're not losing by a lot. I think they'll start seeing wins coming soon. So brighter days ahead. Brighter days ahead. All right, let's welcome in Zach Lowe for another one here. A team who has struggled a little bit recently, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, they've lost seven of their last eight games. They've dropped to the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. So Groundhog Zach, instead of Grumpy Zach, it would be brighter times ahead for the Heat. I don't have a groundhog, but I do have this little Mike Piazza bear that can serve as my groundhog do. that usually sits back here baby? with me. Hello, bear. Uh, never <laughs> doubt the Miami Heat. They have lost seven of eight, blah, blah, blah. Look, they just got Terry Rozier. Their whole team's been injured. There is going to be a time, whether it's now or later, when this is going to click together. And I'm not saying they're going to click and do what they did last year, but they're going to go on a run where they win eight of 12 and get back to looking like the Heat. Jimmy Butler's looking like himself. They have a nice homestand coming up with some good tests. I'm betting on the Heat and my Mike Piazza bear, which is not a groundhog, is also betting on the Heat. You know, we need to do a whole segment on what is in Zach's background. We have a Lou right? Dort bobblehead. We have a, a <laughs> license plate that needs a description. Apparently, stuffed animal bears are coming out. <laughs> Thank a, you, Puxatani Park, and the for music. Us that, that forecast. Sunday on ESPN, Kawhi and the Clippers, they look to keep it rolling against Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Coverage begins at 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. <laughs> Still ahead, can LeBron's Lakers steal the spotlight from Jalen Brunson and the red-hot Knicks in their own city? See why they one of our strap experts their shoes up. predicts it could turn into Saturday Night Fever at the Garden. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The 1975 NBA Finals featured the Al Addles-led Warriors versus the Casey Jones-led Washington Bullets, marking the first championship in American major professional sports history to feature two black coaches. Led by Hall of Famer Rick Barry, the Warriors swept Alvin Hayes and the Bullets four games to none, the team's last title until 2015. It's Friday, so let's have some fun. It's our new hit game, Who Said That? We're going to take a look at some quotes that caught our attention and ask our esteemed contestants, Who Said That? Sound good? Let's take a look at the put current the standings. Up, yeah. Yeah, put the the leaderboard. Up. We got you, Kendrick Perkins. Don't you worry about that. Zach Lowe leading the way, what? followed by Cheney, Perk, and then Richard. How did that happen? How did Zach go from worst to first? Well, Zach, since you're our leader, you get whoa, to start whoa, us worst. off. 
Yeah, worst. But now you're first, so you get quote number one. Who said etiquette? This ain't no country club. Was it Joe Missoula? Was it Mike Brown? Or was it Michael Malone? I've never heard this. Well, this is not for Ken. Can I do like a play? Next question? No. Next question? No, you get it wrong. <laughs> Joe Missoula is the answer. Mitch and your coaching staff, what's the etiquette on. Etiquette? Or is there some kind of rules? Is a country club? A little golf clap for country club. What's up today? No, nothing. I'm <laughs> well, uh, that would put potentially oh. Zach Lowe down in the stands yes! here. Chenea yes. Gumake, let's see if you can make a little bit of a comeback here. Who said, quote, it's always a fast break when I have the ball? Was it Tyrese Maxey? Was it Ben Simmons? Or was it Tyrese Halliburton? I know this because we saw some highlights this week. Ben Simmons. Was it Ben Simmons? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. What? So you checked in, like you had a fast break like four seconds after you got in the game. Yeah, it's always a fast break when I had the ball. I saw that clip. Yeah, why are you saying what? I, I mean. <laughs> ben Simmons no has struggled a little bit to I stay on the I floor recently, but gave us a fun quote for this game and gave Chanae a move up on the leaderboard. Next up, Kendrick Perkins, <clears throat> who said, quote, our problems, they aren't effort, they're work how much they want to win. Our problem is that we are under-talented. Was it Greg Popovich saying that about his team, Chauncey Billups, or was it Steve Clifford? That's not in Chauncey's character. Okay. I wouldn't see Greg Popovich saying that right now. Okay. We don't hear from Steve Clifford often, so I'm going to say it was Steve Clifford. Was it Steve Clifford? <laughs> ding, ding, ding! <laughs> Our problems aren't their yeah. effort, their work. How much they want to win. Our problem, I we're under, we're, listen, we're under talented. That's a heck of a thing to say about your team, though, when you get down to the brass tacks. That is today. tough. <laughs> we are under talented. Oh, oh all great. right, not great. Kind of thing out loud, right? So Janae and Perk got theirs. Bye, bye, Perk. Zach, we're gonna give you another chance. This last one is for everyone. Who said, "quote I love to shut the crowd up"? Was it Jimmy Butler? Was Durant. it Kevin Durant? Anthony Durant. Edwards, was it Kevin Durant? Anthony Edwards. KD, I'm going with Zach. Ah, Kevin Durant. You Sorry, don't get Bert. a point for that, though. It's an extra credit. Crowd up. <laughs> even, though I, even though I love these people here, I love to shut them up. That was Kevin Durant returning to Brooklyn earlier this week. Uh, no, Zach does not get to move up the leaderboard yeah. for that. But it just, you know, it's one of those yeah. things. It's a feel-good Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. I make uh, the rules and I decided. <laughs> and we agree. We stand. I'm filing my protest with the league. We know that that always goes incredibly Fine. well. Um, our leaderboard now with these new uh, standings. Chinea Gumake has marched her way back up from worst to first. Actually, second to first. And Zach... We're going to have to have a conversation about this, my man. Yeah. Chinette, Chinette, you're better at this than you are at singing, okay? <laughs> wow, wow. The shade. Well, uh, there's another big show that that's not Chinette's nice. singing that's in our yeah, New York. Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, our primetime matchup on ABC and the ESPN app. LeBron and the Lakers at Madison Square Garden facing the Knicks. NBA Countdown, we started off at 8 o'clock Eastern. It's time now for Chanae singing. Just kidding. It's Don't worry, time I'll for start rapping. Pick, brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. All right, Grumpy Zach, who you got tomorrow night? The Lakers or the Knicks?
Who's playing? I don't know. I'll take the Lakers. They seem to win when you don't expect them to win. Okay. Who's playing? Yeah, we're still kind of waiting to find out if LeBron and AD will be on the floor. Fair Look, enough. I, at this point in time, I am not betting against the Knicks, so I'm going with the Knicks team. Well, I know who is playing. <laughs> Triple really? B, big body, big body Bronson, and that's who I'm rolling with. Damn it, the win streak stays alive. The garden is going to be rocking. He's going to get the Lakers that work, and the Knicks are going to get the win. All right, we got two for the Knicks. We got one for the Lakers, again, without knowing exactly who is going to be playing in this game. That's who we got. Who are you picking? Download the ESPN Bet app to get started. New customers receive $100 in bonus bets once they've placed their first sports book bet with ESPN bet. Look at that man. We can't ever get tired of this. And how can you download that? So let's finish our show right there <laughs> on the Lakers and the Knicks game tomorrow night. Kendrick Perkins, you have been high on Jalen Brunson. You believe him to be a part of the MVP discussion at this point. Is that correct? I, I think I believe the world believes that he should be part of the MVP uh, conversation and we could take it a step further to end the show off on a good note Ooh. we might might as well put him in the conversation for us being the best point guard in the league right now now it's fluid with me on a month-to-month basis but as we talking about today game changer and game manager I don't know well if Janae can only more. sing her answer maybe <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Happy Grammy weekend. We're right on point. We will see you on Monday.